Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, folks. Another episode of the Short Shift Podcast. I'm going to be honest. This week sucks. Sucks (laughs) for work. Sucks for my wife's car that I have to fucking fix. It sucks for hockey because it's just not... I don't care about the All-Star game. For Right before we started recording this, I was watching the three-on-three women's challenge, and it was the closest thing to fun as anything that I've even remotely in passing watched for the All-Star week. (laughs) <laughs> uh, I'm ready for Bruins hockey to come back. It's still a couple more fucking days. I'm going to put 45 minutes on the clock. You guys have 45 minutes to cheer me up or else I'm just going to smash the not record button and end <laughs> this episode quite abruptly. Uh, th- the only thing I've even been fucking seeing is shit that I don't want to be reading about because mm. there's just shit going on behind the scenes in hockey that makes me hate it right now. Does one of you have something positive to say about anything? <laughs> Can someone make me smile? The Boston Bruins are the best team in hockey at the All-Star break. This Again. is true. Yeah. Again. Again. That's scary, Ian, though, isn't it, though? It's Ian, like- <laughs> that I was going to say, Ian, that again just did a lot of heavy lifting, and I hate you for yeah. it. Actually, yeah. great, great. To conversation to have. So, you know how Edmonton's 16-game win streak got uh, interrupted? Slightly, yes. Slightly, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first team to win 16 in a row since... Boston Bruins? Nope. The 2017 Columbus Blue Jackets. What? That, that would have been won. like the last five teams that I would have said. <laughs> no, I, I would have guessed the Manitoba Moose before the Columbus <laughs> Blue Jackets. Quick question. How many games in the playoffs did they win that year? I oh, believe... God. It was, they won six. They won one. <laughs> Wait, did you say, you said 2017-18, wasn't that? No, 2016-17. 2016-17? Yeah. Oh, yeah. wasn't that the one where they got they got pumped by uh, Washington? I don't even remember who it was against. It was a 4-1 final uh, for the series. Right. Uh, before that, I believe 17 belongs to the 92-93 Penguins, I think. 
17 wins in a row. They were That's a wagon, crazy. though. They were lost in the second round. Yeah. <laughs> but so. uh, to, to, to give to give the Edmonton Oilers full credit, the run that they've been on is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But yes. you know what's really funny? Right before this streak, um, they lost three straight. But before that three straight, they won seven straight. So mm-hmm. they're actually on a on a 23 out of 26. Either nuts. Right. <laughs> but we point that out and we point out the Bruins being number one, tied with Vancouver being number one. I mean, who knows, man? It's just who knows? Injuries and bad coaching decisions and injuries. Who knows? Playoffs, will, man. Will you stop bringing up last year? Mm-hmm. I just, I brought up fucking four different years talking about this. 2016, 17, 1993. That's four different years, technically, even though it's mm-hmm. only two different seasons. Yeah. Math. It's fun though, isn't it? It's fun. It is fun. Because when you have a streak like that and win the cup, everyone gets to be like, oh, obviously. Yeah. But then you look at all the other shit and you go, really? Is it obvious? Is it obvious yeah. too? Thomas, I'm already seeing a smile out of you. Yeah, I'm, I just farted and it's more <laughs> it's more of a release physically than than uh hockey talk at this moment. <laughs> you're like a you're, you're like you're like a baby who's just who's just has gas. I don't know. I think about I think talking about other franchises losing cheered him up a little bit. A little so, bit, typically. Yeah. 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 Right before we started recording, a buddy of mine texted me uh, a question about the Red Sox and also put me into a deeper funk. What a dick. What a yeah. dick. Yeah, I'm yeah. having a, it, it, I'm just yeah. I'm in one. <laughs> you right you cannot say I was having a good time. You yeah. can't say <laughs> I'm just I'm just in one. Well, mm-hmm. let me ask you something because this is the first thing I actually want to talk about. Uh, did the Lindholm trade make you feel better or worse? It made me feel better because I don't have to fucking read about it attached to the Bruins because there was no way that deal was going to happen. No way. There's, there's a few deals that, that I saw. There was a few, a few people, like obviously there's a few Twitter accounts that love to post trade shit. And I just, I can't get into it, man. I just can't because it's, it's either somebody is way overvaluing our prospects or way overvaluing who we could potentially get and be like, oh, this guy's a difference maker. It's like, that guy's a third liner for us. <laughs> and now I'm okay. not talking specifically about Lindholm, obviously, but like, right. there's, I hate trade talk. I really do. It's like one of my least favorite parts. Like, I, I love talking about free agency and stuff like that. Trade talk just never makes sense because hockey trades don't make sense sometimes. Like, the, what's going back and forth sometimes just doesn't match up. Mm-hmm. And, right. and to speculate about it is just a lot of it's just a bunch of bullshit I, so i i just hate it i will say for to thomas's point here uh a little peek behind the curtain for those who listen i i uh drop the itinerary for every episode there has been three or four separate occasions where i have specifically put a do we start talking about trade? Do we start talking about what we need, what the Bruins need? Do we, or something like that? And Thomas will always skip over it. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. yeah, that is true. Yeah, that is true. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that because I think, I think, um, not that there's anything wrong with that. No, no there is not, there isn't there. anything wrong with it. He just likes to shit on my dreams, but it's, it's not, it's also, he, you're also correct. It. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I have no like, problem discussing about, it but, in, in the context of what we have. But I mean, most of the shit that I read just drives me fucking bananas. If you want to sit here and and talk about 
people that we need, fine, but don't give me a trade. Like, don't give me a breakdown of what you think a trade could be. Mm-hmm. Don't give me both sides. Don't give me a scenario. Just tell me, hey, who's your target? Who are you willing to give up? Okay, that's fine. We can have that discussion. But when somebody says this, 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 this for this, I, I just immediately get mad. I'm very mm-hmm. bah humbug about trades. You are. And, and life in general. Well, free agency is is Chris. If free agency is Christmas, what holiday yeah. is the trade deadline? I mean, that's just a day off work for me, honestly. I yeah. just take that day off so I can stare at Twitter all the day. Trade, yeah, the floating holiday. <laughs> trade deadline. Look, it's fun to watch, but it's the it's just the speculation that I can't stand. Because nine out of ten times, when you see what a deal is, like what comes through, are you ever like, oh wow, that's exactly what I thought it would be. No, no. It's like this guy's going to get a second round and and two decent prospects, and then it comes through and it's two first rounders. It's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. How I many times have was, we seen that yeah. just in the last like three years? I remember when uh, when I was on an old uh, old hockey forum and we had a bunch of Sabres fans in the hockey forum and they were trying to figure out what Paul Gostad would get because this was this was during the teardown and they were like, oh, just you know, he's he's a fourth line plug he'll get like a fifth or sixth rounder he got a first rounder from the Preds. yeah yeah they <laughs> so loved him exactly down there it. they yeah, loved they him down there goose yeah. goose goose did all right for himself down there mm-hmm. for from that standpoint the league um, is catching up to the fact that first rounders especially things past number 15 are uh, what are we that's like a third rounder at this point they, the people are really realizing like the percentages are not there the, the value in a 20-something pick is just not that high. Yeah, I would say uh, I, I agree with you if you want to say like 20s, like even like 23 and on. But there's still there's still been some pretty fucking solid teens picks. Sure. I mean, I, there's always going to be a solid pick to be to be made out there. It's well, it's just, a total crapshoot. The percentages are not in your favor. Anything no, past no. really. Well, I, 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 I can give you that. Yeah. <laughs> Seven, <right>. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or fifty first in the draft in the second round. Hi, yeah. hi, Matthew. It's the same thing with with quarterbacks in the NFL. We keep talking about like the number one overall pick. Even the number one overall pick this day these days is like a 50-50. Yeah. Like unless you're blessed with like a McDavid year, I mean, you you don't know. You just yeah. don't know. Yeah, I mean, Slavkowski is quickly uh, turning into turning into bus territory. He was number one overall pick. Capo Caco's on the trade block. He was number yeah. two. And he yeah. is going to get traded as if he was still a second overall. That's how, how that's long does that pedigree work. actually last? What has it been? Four years now? Four years, yeah. For Kako? Mm-hmm. Because Lafreniere was the next year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would I would say they probably have a, a full more, one more, more year mm-hmm. of being like, oh, he was a second overall. Like, all right, man. Whatever. Yeah. Eat dicks. Mm-hmm. Dicks. <laughs> I the, the Lindholm trade to me. Um, honestly, at first I was like, "Holy shit, that's so much!" Yeah. Because the 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 athletic floating that oh, it's going to take Patra, Freddie, and a first. And I was like, "Why the fuck would we do that? Why the fuck would we do that? That just doesn't even make sense with the situation. Why we would do that?" Mm-hmm. And then it ends up being a first, a fourth. A really highly touted defensive prospect who's lighting up the OHL right now. 61 a, assists, 69 points. Nice. Nice. A pretty much probably going to stay an AHL guy. Probably might might be a depth piece. Uh, and then a guy who 
with 27% shooting, scored almost 40 goals the year before. Mm-hmm. But has 24 no. points this year. Yeah, yeah, but it's been brutal this year and largely benched. Either way, that's more than a Freddie first and Patra. It's mm-hmm. almost like you're overvaluing a prospect. Because uh, Patra's, Patra's not... Patra's still considered a prospect, really. He is. Not according to Scott Wheeler. Yeah, well, that's a different conversation altogether, which we're probably going to have. Yeah. But I, I sat there and went, okay, Freddie hitting his prime, really, really useful uh, player for us. Yeah. A first-round pick that would be next year's first-rounder and would mean that yeah. we haven't picked in the first round since Liesel. Uh And then Patra, who's 19, playing in the NHL. Mm-hmm. Overvaluing prospects, you could get me with that one about Patra, but he's 19, playing in the NHL, and looking pretty decent doing it. Yeah, mm-hmm. Really hard to move away from that asset when he <laughs> plays the position you fucking need yeah yeah and let's and also Eliza. remember that our our first round pick is not worth what other teams first rounds picks are no because God. it's gonna be an end of the round pick but um, this is why it's the best vancouver versus boston is the perfect encapsulation of this trade market because the bruins don't have the opening window like vancouver does mm-hmm. with their pieces being so freaking young they can chuck assets around the Bruins don't get that luxury. They, they were never going to be able to match that. Yeah. No. Vancouver can't afford to do this. Boston can't do that. Couldn't yeah. We to used to swing yet. our dick. Ten years ago, we used to swing our dick. Now I, it's yeah. more... Now know. we can't swing our dick. No, it's still there. So it's still swingable. But like you have to cho- you pick your spots. Yeah, You got to pick your dick swing now because they hang low. Well, they, they, it's extra swing on them. You're worried about the recoil. really doing that now i don't even know what i'm saying at this point <laughs> you ever sat on them that's fun anyway i have i have sat on my balls <laughs> it has happened <laughs> unpleasant it's not good it's not question, fun question though so yeah. this is this is one that i'm willing to pose the caliber of player lindholm is is there any chance the bruins can get anything close to that caliber or would even be targeting somebody of that caliber this year after this could trade? You na- yeah could you name somebody else that we oh. could potentially go to no 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 so we didn't necessarily have enough or i guess we have enough but are we in a position where we could even give up enough like could we sacrifice enough to get a player of that caliber the answer is no not if you want to continue to fucking be competitive this year yeah because there's no assets in in providence that's going to get it done and no amount of first, second, third round picks is going to get anything like that done. Yeah, The team that we have is basically what we have. We're going to get maybe some... Uh, Andrew, what was your tweet the other day? You you put out something... Uh, I forget the verbiage you used, but uh, what we could essentially say this is possible to get. Uh, it's going to be Elise Stepniak, Drew Stafford, yes. John Michael Wiles trade deadline. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, and people are going to be really disappointed about that. But guys, be prepared. It's going to be that type of player. Yep. Great song. And it's be prepared. But the the reason that people are going to actually be disappointed, and I'm not saying everybody's going to be disappointed. I think most of intelligent Bruins fans are going to understand. But there's going to be some level of disappointment. It's because they've done so well at the last couple deadlines. Oh, yeah. Because we were so- saying very similar mm. things even last year. Mm-hmm. And then we got Lindholm, our Lindholm, yeah. not Calgary Lindholm. 
Like we went out and did that. And the year before that was Taylor Hall. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like we did, we've done some pretty amazing things at the deadline last, last year and in, in previous years. I don't see it this year. And maybe I'm trying to throw that out into the universe to be pleasantly surprised, but mm -hmm. I'm going to be honest. I don't think we're going to be pleasantly surprised by anything this, this year. I think the team by and large is what it is. Mm -hmm. Some poor son of a bitch has convinced himself that Crosby will be playing for the Bruins <laughs> in the second half of the season. Well, there's well, no chance he ever wears another unit. They're gonna they're gonna make that connection. They're gonna be fucking Charlie Day, Pepe Sylvia, Fenway Sports Group. Uh, I hope they hear this episode and run with it. Go with it, buddy. Have fun yeah, with that. See you, Marty. It's Martin. all you. It's all you. <laughs> hey, just out of curiosity, on a great on a, on a championship caliber team, where does Elias Lindholm slot in? Where is where is he capable of playing championship caliber? 2C. Yeah, 2 2C maybe 2C. Yeah. 2C. So uh does it feel like we have a 2C already? Like a we, a good 2C. We have a couple of 2Cs. <laughs> a couple of 2Cs. With the way Coils playing right now. Coils Coils a 1C right now. You want to see, you want to know his pace right now? A billion? Is it a billion? Am I close? You're very close. You're you you you're, oh. you can taste it. Man, my predictions are just so fucking good. <laughs> 30 goals, 41 assists over an 82-game span. Which is, a, which is an elite base. 2C. Yep. Yeah, that's a really strong 2C. Really, yeah, really you know what that is? The, you know what that is? That That's teetering on crazy numbers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. With a different him and, him and Zaka are on pace to outscore Burge running crazy last year, right? They are. Yeah. So do we need a 1C? Absolutely. Does spending all that capital and then signing Lindholm to a $9 million contract in the offseason make sense? Fuck no! We're a 2C? What are we doing? Yeah. That's something that the Bruins can't afford. The Bruins can't afford not only to give up all these prospects, but to sign a guy for what they want him to be, not what he is. They can't afford that kind of mistake right now with where the franchise is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they, and it's like, it's you have to do you prioritize free agency i mean like it really comes down to that question like do you we've prioritize been talking about free this free agency for three years now uh, yes like at what point do you just go like tinker around the edges is tinkering around the edges enough like they gotta figure i i'm gonna guess sweeney has that figured out right now right now oh he has a plan 100 mm -hmm. he has a plan he always does. He always seems to have a plan. Whether or not that plan works is up to him. <laughs> but he always <laughs> seems to have a plan. Yeah. But you know what would be what would be the Lee Stepniak, Drew Stafford, John Michael Lyles equivalent? Well, I don't want to give it all away right now. <laughs> yeah. But uh I could see a move for a solution on the lefty. Um Mm-hmm. But depth wise, they're probably not gonna push for like Matheson in in uh Montreal. Holy crap, if you could grab him and just park him next to McAvoy, Matheson just going nuts offensively, mm -hmm. like that'd be sick. Is that gonna happen? Probably fucking not. It's gonna be hard yeah, to pry right. him out of there. He's not he's not he's not 24 years old or anything. And people are also gonna be pointing out, like, we need youth. You know how much harder it is to get younger at a trade deadline? 
Yeah, I do. I do. I that would be a that would be a great acquisition. Mike Matheson would be awesome. That's uh, a first round pick, though. Oh, for sure. Provorov, who's having a terrible season in Columbus. Anyone from Columbus I'm interested in just for the change of scenery, because that team looks like shit. And every story that comes out of that franchise is, oh, no, we all fucking hate it here. Yeah. We're miserable. <laughs> David Jurajek, I belong in the NHL right now. Which I don't think he's wrong. Yeah. But Pascal Vincent comparing him to his 13 year old daughter, not a great look. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, David Yurichek wants to play in the NHL. My daughter wants a car. Not the same thing. (laughs) (laughs) And there's a few of the players like Romanov. How highly is he touted by the Islanders? How much do they really like that guy? He's playing like, well, he's having ups and downs this season, but they spent a ton to get him. Uh, Eric Gustafson and the Rangers, they don't want to let go of him, but he's playing third pair in minutes right now. Yeah. Like, there's, there's names out there that you're like, can I pry this from a team that's trying to make a run, or how much do they value this guy? No, I mean, you're going to have to... If we're going to get value, it's going to have to be from a team that's underperforming that may want to unload. Like, you're going to look at teams like Minnesota and stuff like that. Like, you're going you're gonna to go to try, try to cherry-pick that roster. Yeah, fat, fat Pat on his way to Boston, right there. <laughs> God, that's you know. There's two things that I don't think the Bruins are going to do this deadline, and one of them is bol- bolstering the bottom six. Mm-hmm. We've got enough guys in the bottom six. If they're going to make a swing, it's for a top six guy with term, mm-hmm. because rentals are not going to be an option either. Because yep. why? Why would we do that? I right. know that we're number one in the league right now, but this is a very different. This is a different feeling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, or it's going to be on the left side D, and again, it's going to be someone with term. It's going to be yeah. someone at least that you think you can resign. Mm-hmm. Someone with term, or someone who's probably in their mid to late twenties. Someone yeah. who who's who still has something projectable. Uh, Marcus Peterson on the the Penguins been awesome mm-hmm. this year, but uh, what, are, are the Penguins going to going to fold and going to start selling pieces off to recoup some stuff for next year? And they should. How do you say no to Crosby for a year? Do you sit down? Do you sit Crosby, Malkin, and Latang? Because it's those three. Do you sit them down and just be and just say, "Look, we tried it for half a year. What are you not ending up here?" Latang just starts to cry because it's him. Yeah. (laughs) One of you is not retiring a Pittsburgh Penguin. Which one's it going to be? Malkin's like me. Because yeah. yeah, he seriously. almost didn't. Kinsel walks by with his backpack on, be like, I, "I'm already traded, right? Yeah, I'm pretty right. sure." <laughs> Came out that he that he declined an eight year, eight point five million dollar offer. Kinsel did. Yep. Oops. Yep. He gone. Yeah. That boy oh, gone. He gone. Gone. He might get paid though. Yeah. Dude's been nutty this year. Dude's been dude's been great, but you you want to but you want to you do you want to talk about somebody who's somebody's gonna get who's gonna get a haul? Jake Gensel is gonna be one of them, and right as I say that, he's gonna get two third round picks and a C level prospect. Yeah, <laughs> that's probably what's gonna happen. Uh, <laughs> this is fun though because I mean we're gonna get deeper into it. This probably next episode we're gonna keep talking about this kind of stuff. But there's a ton of names so you can just rattle off the top of your head. Yeah, that are like. There's solutions. Can we yeah. get them? Who fucking knows? Probably not. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure all of us can come up with a couple that we think 
are gettable or we think could help this team. Right. I just don't want but, to hear the full trade breakdown. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, so, I mean, uh, some people make it their brand. Some of them make it their brand. Yeah. And yeah. Like, you know, if that's your, if that's the niche you are going to fill, then Godspeed. But it is by far the easiest thing to argue about on the internet when it comes oh, to sure. hockey. Oh, sure. Yeah. I was going to say, please, please add that qualifier. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah. Um, because, you know, and it's really, it is really hard to talk about. It is, it, it can be very fun. It can be very fun, especially when, especially when you get like, you know, people trying to evaluate players. Pe- Joe Schmoes like us trying to evaluate players, knowing that, you know, these, uh, the NHL has an internal, has internal scouting and internal analytics and endless amounts of numbers and stats and all of that that we have no fucking idea what they are and we never will no because honestly i don't even think they make sense to the teams that are involved in the deal yeah it's a good thing we're so smart yeah so that we can we can compete anyway just with our eyeballs yeah just eye test eye test the eye test isn't real uh yeah it is i can see idiot yeah Yeah, but Um, you need glasses Oh, damn it. Good point. <laughs> to, to put a bow on the Lindholm trade, uh, awesome for Vancouver. Vancouver they're is... They're going for it. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're overperforming. And this is the same thing as we saw last year with the with the Bruins. Like, an overperforming, really fucking fantastic year. Let's go ahead and push whatever chips we can. And they did. And you got to give them credit because not only did they do it, they did it a little bit early. And maybe that means that they overpaid a little bit, potentially. Uh, but they got who they were trying to get. There should be zero complaints from that fan base because the team's trying. And it hasn't seemed like they have been for a couple of years. So so good on them. Not that I'm going to root for a fucking Vancouver team, but, uh, but uh, good on them. Good on them for, you know, identifying what they wanted and going after it. And, yep. you know... They did. It's a uh, two a good defensive prospect, a meh defensive prospect, a first round pick, a fourth round pick, which becomes a third if Vancouver makes the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. and a thirty nine goal scorer who is not a thirty nine goal scorer. <laughs> and Vancouver gets to sit there and go, "Well, it was basically a first for Lindholm." That's what they basically get to do because we didn't take away from any of our actual. Uh, or if you trust the reports out of there, they weren't as high on that defensive prospect as everyone else seems to be, mm-hmm. which I don't really buy that. And they cleared 5.5 in cap from Kuzmenko. Yeah. They get to be happy about it. I, I think they made the right decision. I don't like, I don't hate the trade. I don't think they overpaid by a huge margin or anything, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but they did make it clear that teams like us were never in the running for that. And they, yes. they become the clear favorite in the West until someone else makes a move. Yeah, and and just to piggyback off of what you just said, they made it clear that we were not going to be able to compete with an offer like that. I kind of like that because it, if anything, that maybe sets a weird precedent for the the beginning of this trade deadline season. Mm-hmm. That okay, maybe we all do need to temper expectations, even the ones ones like ours, which are lower than than most to begin with so mm-hmm. oh there's nothing worse than watching a trade where you go we couldn't do that yes especially at this point where it's, yeah. we're a few weeks away you know like 
that's that's the hardest part or uh, that's that's the hardest part because looking at that and being like why aren't we more aggressive because we could have pulled that off there's no mm-hmm. chance we were going to just pull that off no, no matter yeah. how good sweeney is at the deadline like it's that that wasn't possible so right. now let's see what actually is possible right does I'm this ready. set the market or does this clear the deck clears the deck this doesn't set the market. yeah right? yeah no this this i think th- this kind of blew up the market if it did anything but this is no. where i i think this is a good start this yeah. is a good start to the season Sean i will monahan just became the top center available yeah that like, is aggressively meh who wants yeah. him yeah i think but he's having a great season don't get me yeah. wrong like he's but come on but he's, he's, a he's gonna go mom. somewhere yeah, yeah he's, oh, he's yeah. gonna go somewhere and uh, I, i'm like questioning because immediately i want to speculate on how he could be overpaid for yeah uh from a trade scenario but that that goes against everything that i stand for with that goes about. against everything you just said 20 yeah. minutes yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's a dangerous it's a dangerous web we weave my friend it is it is um, i want to put i want to put one more thing on the on the uh lynn home trade before we move on sure I think the funniest thing about the Lindholm trade is that it uh, they announced it and went through the central registry. Apparently, somebody forgot to ask Kuzmensko what his no trade clause was because apparently he hadn't waived it to go to Vancouver. Okay. Why are teams so bad at handling that yeah. they, they dole them out like they're fucking candies? Why yeah. are you so bad at handling them? Wow. Uh, Vancouver, v- v- Vancouver is close to Calgary. He'll be fine. Kuzmensko was like, that's on my no trade. Yeah. He had to was like, wait, I get to play if, hockey again? Sure, great. Yeah. I'll go. If <laughs> if we can find out what his snow trade clause is by a simple Google search, there's no reason that the front office of the team that has him shouldn't be able to do that. Yeah. Brutal. Just brutal. <laughs> uh, it's it's so funny. Like we shouldn't be privy to we shouldn't be more privy to these things. I think they no, just it's, assume it's, these we, teams we just are assume. privy. Yeah, we we are privy, but we're also fucking dorks yep so i mean yeah we are <laughs> we are we are the niche fans we are the niche fans of the niche sport yeah yeah but they get paid six figures to know this shit yeah we get paid three figures yeah. you get paid <laughs> <laughs> ian, ian you might want to sit down for this uh, we're hey, garnishing yours Yes. Without saying the Bruins, who are the four scariest teams in the league right now? Like the four teams that you don't want to match up in a, a playoff series with? Uh, I mean, right? No, I'm not scared of Carolina. Fuck them. Um, <laughs> I knew that would get. I knew that would get you. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being genuine though. Like I'm not. I'm actually not scared of them as much as I have been in years past. They're still very good, but they've also looked extremely beatable at certain points this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just like any other team in the playoffs, they can get there. They can be world beaters. They could be hot as hell. Uh, but they they're not scaring me from a uh, a, a complete standpoint. He's defending the soundbite because he knows someone's going to take that. And... Oh, I have no problem with it. no problem <laughs> with it. We'll go back to my old soundbite of eat dicks. Um, eat dicks. I mean, obviously Edmonton's a wagon right now. Edmonton, um, sure. That's why I have them up there. Yeah, I'm trying to think. They uh, honestly, scare me, but is there the anybody? Scares me. Is there anybody in the East outside of Carolina that could be considered? This is exactly my point. I've got Vancouver. I've got Edmonton. I've got Colorado, and then I've got Winnipeg. 
Like the yeah. four best, the four scariest yeah. teams to me are all in the West. Yeah, it's going to be a fucking arms race out there. For once, the East is going to go. Wait, what are we doing? Yeah. What about Florida? Florida's no. scary. Don't get me wrong. Florida, like they're good. Carolina, New York, like these are good, strong teams. But we're also we're naming teams that we were scared more scared of last year than this year. Because Florida isn't as scary as they were last year. Last year they looked fucked. Florida. Like they were going, they were going to fuck us up. New York does not scare me in the slightest. No, they they're kinda, they, 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 yeah, I, they're frauds. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> but like, and then it's and then you have other teams that were decent last year and haven't been playing up to snuff. Like that feels like the entire division outside of the Bruins, or the excuse me, the entire conference. The Devils. The Devils aren't yep. what they were last year. No. There's going to be teams in this conference that make the playoffs that have no fucking business being there. Mm-hmm. I swear to God, if the Flyers make the playoffs and then win multiple rounds, I'm... I'm can I say I that? would love to no, see I one round. Let them let win one round. No, no, finish your thought. No, I... It's no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. All right. Good talk. Uh, Is anyone anyone willing to say Toronto? <laughs> Look, do I think Toronto could beat anyone in the first round? Like, yeah, I think they're capable of winning a round or two. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't want to say the East doesn't have good teams. I just think the West is. They have some really scary. You didn't even mention teams. Dallas. Yeah, yeah, yeah Dallas. And is they're up outperforming there. their goaltending right now. If you mm-hmm. named your like seven scariest teams. Five of them are probably from the West. Yeah, and the, and the hope is. You get through the East, and the West has beaten the shit out of each other for so long in the playoffs. We say that it every they're year. They're fucking tired. It's usually the opposite, but we say it every year. The East keeps losing, and you. Yeah. And it's yeah. crazy because we're not even discussing the uh, defending champs. Yeah, we already, we already named. Oh. We named five other Western Western Conference teams, and we haven't even named the champions right now. That team can't stay healthy, man. Vegas no. is just injury after injury after injury. Yeah. That's that opened the door for Vancouver. I wouldn't say opened it. Vancouver has been fucking lights out. Yeah. How good have they been, Andrew? You wrote some numbers here. How good has Vancouver been? Let's see. So the itinerary. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up! It's right there. It's reloading. There we go. (laughs) God, this God, this computer fucking sucks. Um. All right, so they actually lead the league in the PDO, the Luck PDO, which we talked about a couple weeks ago. Hey, um, hey Andrew, what does PDO stand for? Fuck you. Um, Do you know? Pretty, pretty damn. Oh. Fun fact: PDO. <laughs> they're good. PDO doesn't stand for anything. Literally, ah. it it does not. I don't know where it comes from, but it, I've searched. Every, it doesn't stand for anything. Thomas is bewildered. He's like, I don't, I don't know. I'm looking at those letters and trying to figure something out, and I, I have nothing. Just doesn't stand for anything. Yeah. Anyway, Andrew, continue your point. Sorry. Uh I, 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 I still maintain that it stands for pretty damn O because they're good. Um, but it's the luck. It's the luck metric. They are first in the league at 105.2, and if you're over 100, you're pretty lucky. Yeah, it combines uh, uh, team save percentage and team shooting percentage. Yep. So, well, it, it's basically like OPS for hockey. 
Yeah. Um, so 105.2. Boston's second at 103.5. Uh Vancouver a 2% difference is pretty significant. It's huge. That's massive. <laughs> so They've been good. They've been really good. That sh- the the, the sh- uh, Thatcher Demko has turned back into an all star because Ian did not pick him for his fantasy team. Yep, that's correct. Um, yep, and you have te- you have teams. Another one, the third is Winnipeg, which is at which is at one oh one oh two point one, I believe. Yeah, one oh two point one, which is you know a percent and a half bigger than Boston, who's one hundred three point five. So, I mean, they've been. If it's save percentage and shooting percentage, can you still consider it lucky? Or is it just shooting talent and goaltender talent? I think you can make the argument about goaltender talent. Uh, You can somewhat make the argument about shooting talent, but you're also talking about a team shooting percentage, which gets real blurry real quick. Yeah. Mm Yeah. I don't know. I, I I think for some teams, it sounds unfair. For some teams, you can look at PDO and go, that is super unsustainable. And some you go, oh, yeah, you have the two best goaltenders in the league. Of course, your PDO is going to be high. No. Right. Vancouver, no. though, has some really great shooting talent. And Demko is playing excellent, which he was known for before last year. So... 105 is ridiculous, but a 103, if they fell a little bit, that's still an awesome team. Yeah, that's that. That is that is still an awesome team. Um, Detroit is fourth. Uh, that doesn't make sense to me. No, I, that's I, that's why this stat means dick to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, like it's, Thomas it's was one waiting those, for Thomas was waiting for me to hit Detroit. No, I like, mean it's it's nope. it's one of those stats where it's like it's fun to talk about when it suits your argument, but it never <laughs> it's never going to actually hold water in an argument. Like, God, I hate this. Because, again, circle back. Like, what the fuck does it actually mean? I'm over here trying to Google possibly what it means. And I nothing even makes sense. Pretty damn. I think you need that. Those two have to be in there. And then you could just have the O be whatever you want. It, the world is your oyster. Pretty damn oyster. There it is. We uh we should point out that these are five on five numbers, right? Yeah, I'm pretty yes. sure that's yeah. Yes. Uh, the reason Detroit is so high in PDO uh, is that their shooting percentage is second in the league. Yeah, because they take five. like they take like 17 shots a game. That's yeah, but I just finished <laughs> on a pretty high rate of yeah. them. <laughs> Good for them. Their expected yeah. goal differential is they get 45. percent uh, Is their expected goals for? That's mm-hmm. a bad team, man. That's yeah. a bad team that's getting good results. <laughs> it's a bad team getting good. Jombie's not gonna. Jombie's <laughs> not gonna be thrilled with you on that one. Yeah, I mean, he knows it. He'll be the first one to agree with me yeah. on that. Uh, yeah, that's probably fair. Yeah. I believe his. I believe his words during the last uh, Red Wings game before the break on the Discord was "fuck, fuckity fuck, fuck this team." Yay, a point. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's basically that it. That is that is describing how to watch that team. <laughs> Depending on which uh on which analytic you choose for Detroit, they are either allowing on the season about 400 more scoring chances against or 200. Just depending on where you want to look at your advanced analytics. Either way, that's not good. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Detroit. I love crap out of Detroit. 
Vancouver's for real though. I, I want to say they're not because three years, two years ago, I said they're going to suck for the next five years. Um, that appears to have not been the truth. You were, you were, you were forty percent of the way there, which yeah. is better than I usually do. Yeah, yeah. So Except on predictions, you fucking mutant guys. I don't know what to tell you. Just, just guess better. I don't. <laughs> I've got nothing for you. Here. We, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta start talking about magic number for you, man. You are. I think he already got it. I think it actually is three or three. I think and it's a half. three. I think it's legitimately just three because I, I have a six week lead with 11 weeks remaining mm-hmm. yeah three okay yeah there it is one of you has to go on a heater and the other one can't steal points from yeah them. yeah so basically uh, me and, thomas me, it's up me to and, you yeah me and the uh me and andrew basically have to like team up basically one needs to throw it and then i need to <laughs> I think it's just as hard to throw it as it is yeah. to win it. Well, no, <laughs> I mean, if Andrew comes out and he's like, shuddy, shuddy, <laughs> shuddy, uh, 13 to two. <laughs> like if he comes out and does that and just guarantees a loss, then it's a 50, 50 shot. That's but true. the problem, the problem is there's going to be a 13 just, to two game in there somewhere. And well, I get a double yes, they'll, yes, you'll destroy. <laughs> uh, no, but like it's, if he throws it, he's just giving you also 50% odds. You know what I mean? Like he's actually uh, yeah. odds. So we got to keep trying. Yeah. Statistics. Statistics are weird, and it's almost like that's the point. But yeah, they're fun. Yeah, I think I think it's pretty safe. I mean, I mean, actually, the first year that we did this, I said that, and then I let it piss away to the end. Yeah, I'm a little um, so scared. I'm not gonna not lie. Impossible. I'm a little nervous. <laughs> it's it's not impossible, but it's I, it's very well, unlikely. He, mostly because like the way you've been winning the last couple weeks, where it's like. All it was was uh, a pasta goal in the first game of the week. Oh, and yeah, that, the width and of that, you know what I mean? Like winning these, yeah. But a win's a win. A win's yeah. a win. They don't ask how. But Ian, you know what? What I'm doing by continuing to mention it, right? Carson. I'm jinxing. I'm jinxing the road no hitter. Oh, yeah, but it's you. Yeah, it's you, dude. It's. I that's think that's not, the. Op- I think it's having the opposite effect. Yeah, that's not going to work. Listen. Yeah, Ian has a no hitter going into the seventh. Yeah, you can keep saying it. That's fine. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah it's, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> Thomas, Thomas, back me up here, please. I, I really can't because you're just fucking us both here. You can unfuck us. No, this no. is too much fun. You can't. You can't unfuck too what's been fucked. <laughs> There's, There's no your going back. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me, uh, yeah. Well, all right, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hey, let's talk. Let's talk about something else. Let's uh, uh, let's let's pay some bills real quick. Oh yeah, let's lo- do that. A oh, logical yeah, that. stopping point. And uh, when we come back, we will uh, touch on the All Star break and how much it doesn't fucking matter for about three minutes, and then we'll jump into the next thing. What? Hell yeah! Yay! Here we go. We know hockey games move fast, but with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you could score faster than anything happening on the ice. This week, new customers can bet five bucks and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app with code THPN. New customers bet just five bucks on the NHL and get 200 instantly in bonus bets. 
only on DraftKings Sportsbooks with code THPN. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778 hope or text hope ny In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 2024, all rights reserved. Yeah, boy, so the All-Star break does not mean shit to me. It does not. And I got really <laughs> pissed off earlier today because I saw someone put Georgiev on top, like above Swayman on the, they picked the teams, the draft. It sucked. It was cringy. Was, was Swayman bad. picked last? That's what I heard. I, I didn't even watch it. I just was kind right. of sort of following along on Twitter. Yeah. But I, even in an All-Star game, I know it doesn't work this way. I know it doesn't work this way. Never would Swayman back up that man ever, mm-hmm. ever. How dare you? <laughs> I'm a little biased, but also statistically, what are we doing right now? Yeah. The, but the, also, how dare you? Yeah. Also, how dare you? The, the bummer is like our representation being Swayman. It's like the, the goalies in the all-star game are like, they, they don't exist. Oh yeah, no. Like they don't try and it's, there's no defense. Like it's just, it's going to make him look like dog shit and he's the fucking man right now. Yeah. So like that that's even less incentive for me to watch. Like if it was just to watch Pasta go out there, or just to watch somebody else from us like go out there, light up a few fucking goals, have some fun with it. That's great. But like it's it's actually going to all the fun things are going to be counteracted to me by watching Swim and get lit up for like six goals and I don't know if he's going to laugh about it. <laughs> I don't know if he's that guy. He's going to start a goalie fight. He's going to get mad. <laughs> Dude, I would love it if he started a real fight during this. Mm-hmm. Take the sussy. I don't care. That'd be yeah. amazing. Oh, I would actually regret not watching. Yeah. If he could just skate off the ice and grab Gary Bettman by the back of his shirt, pull it over his head, happy Gilmore style. What's insane to me, and we said the same thing last year. Shit like that would be hilarious. Like Batman should lean into it, honestly. Yeah. But he has leaned into the villain thing the last few years. Yeah, a little bit. He likes the booze and but who I doesn't say, like I would say, God, I love I, the booze? I, I I would say give him credit, but don't. Don't. But we say it every year. It's so easy. Why do you guys fuck it up every year? Just let it be corny and authentic. Don't put in all of these crazy rules and this really rigid structure and make sure that no one can have fun. We were talking so much about this draft and no, it was it was so rigid and structured and just dumb, man. It's completely lost me. If the kids are enjoying it, I'll be wrong all day. I'll, I have no problem with that, but I don't need, I don't know. I, I doubt it. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, how would you... How- like what would you do like how would you how would you what kind of rules would you put in to i'd start taking the rules away i'd put the players in the city say go buck wild we're gonna have drinks at every event let's fucking do this the interviews are going to be sporadic 
and you get to say whatever you want. Like, why are we being so worried about how everyone comes off in every second with this? I know why, but still, it just you, I so was going to say, answer your own question. You know, no it. personality, no enjoyment. The guys are cheesing for all the pictures. Then you go back and they're sitting there like scrolling through their phones. And you're like, OK, I don't know. Yeah, they look like they'd rather be anywhere else but there. Yeah, because there's a whole city waiting to get torn up by them later that night. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that's exactly what they're doing. Yeah. They're all going out there and getting fucking hammered after guys, this thing. Guys, I have forgotten where it is. Uh, Toronto. Yes, yeah, Toronto. That's why there's no drinks. There's no okay. cops. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. I liked that. I like. I stole it. That, that's, that joke's been bounced. No, I know that joke. Joke's been <laughs> that joke's been done to death. But you put you took it out. You took it out of the mothballs. I got it. What's the well? But uh, I I literally forgot where it's being held. We we are the wrong people to talk about this. If you watched it for even five minutes, you would have been reminded because they're parading ancient men out there to talk about <laughs> cup victories. They're t- they're parading ancient men out there with uh fucking craft macaroni and cheese coated jerseys. Yes, yeah, it's ancient <laughs> men and then Bieber who has the skin of an ancient man. At this point. well, hold on, Tate McRae looks um, pretty good. Not too bad. Yeah, not gonna. Not too bad. Not gonna argue uh, <laughs> with her about much. Uh, I do like this. This as a topic before we jump into uh, some voicemails because I do want to fly into some voicemails in a, in a in a short period of time here. Um, unofficial first half superlatives. I didn't even I didn't even really think of this as a possible topic, but I do like the simplicity: surprises, disappointment, and then the third category is if low qual. If Ian is going to admit that geeky is good. I like the rewriting of history going on right now. I'm pretty sure I was the most excited guy about that signing on this podcast. And, uh... I was not excited. And to a point, I'm still not excited. But I am very happy to see that that week that he had at the beginning of the season that was pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, I was like, that's probably the best we're going to get from him. It wasn't the best. The last couple of weeks have been the best. And uh, he's been a great role player for this team. Yeah, um, he's been solid. He, I, I don't know about necessarily dark horse for seventh man, but like he's his name no should way. be at least well, brought up. Actually, this is this is a great point. This is this is actually a great point. Where out of our forwards would you rank him as uh, as far as on ice impact? As far as on ice impact, let's see. So like your top line, Pasta, Coil, uh, Marshand, obviously above him, right? Yep. Energy. Well, not yeah. interchangeable, but like oh, you, no, could put, yeah. you could put you could put three to one, however, you, however you'd like on how yeah. the, the kinds of seasons they've had. You'd put Zaka and DeBrusque above them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Trent Frederick, I'd say you could probably say is above them. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair. Seventh player, seventh player uh, leader in the clubhouse right now, by the way. Yeah. Van Riemsdyk, I would put above them. Mm-hmm. Just from a point total at that yep. point. We're up to seven. Um, mm-hmm. We're up to seven. Heinen. That's tough. That's when it starts to get squirrely. Yeah. Okay, so this is when it starts to get... We're on eight. If you do put Heinen above him, he's been your ninth best forward. I did expect better than yeah. that from yeah. Morgan Geeky. Than being the... Yeah, he's the ninth. He's barely above a fourth liner. How much <laughs> of that... But let me, let, me, let me pose this question to you. How much of that has been the overperformance of those around him? 
And I'm I asking mean, this seriously. Yeah. Has it been overperformance of who who's overperformed? JVR, JVR Frederick. JVR. JVR, Frederick, Frederick, you can say is is overperforming, or he's living up to what we were hoping. Yeah, he, last episode you went on a whole rant about how Freddie's just talented, man. Yeah, yeah Freddie is. But we're talking about talent. preseason expectations. Yeah, yeah. I did so, not expect to own a Frederick jersey. I'll tell you that much. A Providence Frederick yeah. jersey at yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and cool. also, like, I, I know this is like kind of counter to your what point you're trying to get to, but if you just even look at it from like the last like three weeks, you could even make an argument that Geeky has been a top five because of other people underperforming to a point, like Azaka. Azaka had that fall off for a little bit where he was struggling mm -hmm. uh, and just not being able to finish. But I think he's out of that, so it'll be interesting to see where he lands. For the second half of the season, yeah, we'll but, revisit this definitely. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, think I do been, like this conversation. I think he's been. Go ahead. No, I, I just I like this conversation because of the two people that we said right before him, JVR and Heinen. Mm -hmm. Amazing stories, amazing yeah. like shit. They're doing shit that we were not expecting, uh, but apparently the organization was, and shit is panning out right now. Yeah, we didn't have that kind of depth last year. As weird as it sounds, when we actually had two real centers last year compared to just arguably one and a half this year having lost Bergeron having lost Krejci having lost Taylor Hall to think that this team is somehow deeper or more consistently deep wink wink <laughs> nice like it's Deep it's strokes. it's it's it's, uh, it's honestly kind of bizarre to think about yeah, and I think one of the things about Geeky, and this is to your point and everything, uh, I don't think he's been bad by any means, obviously. No. That would just be me just being shitty about him. Uh, but just like everybody else, there's been highs and lows with him. And the lows have been really bad yeah. at times. And then the highs have been really great. Mm. And it's actually going right into the mold that we talked about a couple weeks ago, how... Yeah, DeBrusque went cold, but Heinen went nuclear. Yeah. And then Heinen went cold, and then Geeky went nuclear. And then yeah. there's always some role player that's just like, oh, it's my turn? Got you. No worries. We get bottom six scoring. We're going to have a guy step into the middle six and and play lights out for two weeks straight. Yeah. It keeps we working. Could have like, we could have like 11 or 12 double-digit scores by the time the year's over. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so Geeky is important to this team and he matters on this team. And I don't think that I'm not trying to make the point that he doesn't belong on this team because he absolutely does. Oh, I never but said that. <laughs> if, if we're ever, if we're going to push the narrative that Geeky has been like this absolute has met expectations flawlessly through the season. I just don't, don't agree with that. No, he's he. I mean, from a consistency basis over the span of the season. No, yeah. but the last couple of weeks, last month and a half or whatever, it looks like he's getting to that point. He looks you can't really shatter his career high in points, not for nothing. Oh, yeah. 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 He looks way better in a third-line role, though. I don't Let's necessarily want to rely on him, but to have him, yeah, in a third-line role uh, or just playing stable minutes is really yeah. all you're asking out of that player. And he wasn't able to do it in the beginning of the season, but he is starting to be able to do it now. But one thing it, that it is also really... goes along with the fact that a lot of these guys have gotten really fucking hot. Like you just like you say, nuclear or whatever, like Dan Heinen has a hat trick. <laughs> I forgot. Like, about what that. the fuck is going on? Like, that's there's you can't script that any better. 
Dan Heinen scored a goal against Philly and he wasn't even looking at the goal. He wasn't mm-hmm. even trying for a tip. <laughs> he no. was trying to get positioning and it went off his stick. Yep. Oh, that's something I love about this team, man. People want to talk about them being soft because after every loss, someone's going to say they're soft. Mm-hmm. They go to the areas of the ice that others won't. Mm-hmm. We've got like exactly. six dudes who do that. Mm-hmm. And one thing about Geeky that I really do love is that he's the only guy who has a shot on the uh, Nesson um, radar gun that constantly hits 98 to 100 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I think I think that goal that he scored against the Rangers, I think the uh, shot speed was 100.2 miles an hour. I was like, when did you see that in a game? By a guy named Geeky. Yeah, <laughs> right. Fuck. Yeah. He's so fun to root for, though. Uh, he is. He is. By the way, I like this- him as a player. He's physical. He's he's got a great shot when uh, when it's accurate. Um, <laughs> yeah. So I- we're so we're I mean, he can be considered one of the surprises. Who who are your surprises for this year? Well, JVR is the guy. I mean, Potra obviously is an argument there, but JVR is the answer. Yeah. Freddy, Freddy. I mean, there's none of those are wrong answers. I would probably put, I would probably put Freddy to us specifically uh, above JVR there, but I think JVR is the real surprise. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I didn't, I didn't expect him to come in. Disappointments, I think, is as, as much as I don't want to say, I kind of said it last week. uh, The disappointment has to be Grizz. Mm-hmm. We're expecting, we're expecting like, it, it, I said it to, to you guys, is this the worst contract year you've ever seen out of a player? It's that are, arg- that argument could be made and he's had a couple wild. of good games lately. He, he has put a couple together, uh, and we obviously need to see that continue, but he's got to be considered a disappointment. Yeah. Anybody offensively? That's been a disappointment. Mm-hmm. I thought Lauko would find more consistency. In this yeah, game this I'd year. say Lauko's there. Mm-hmm. Um, Not in like I'm devastated, but I did think he'd be better. Yeah, I think I thought I thought Lauko. I'll go a step further. I thought I think Lauko's probably been the been the biggest disappointment on this team outside of Grizzly. Mm-hmm. Um, just in terms of like it looked like it was he was going to take the next step, and he's had a lot of lost dog games. He's picked it up a little bit when you know. The, the effort's always the been time. there too. It's yeah. it's effort's hard to watch sometimes when it's there. so much effort, but it's not translating at all. But it's it's a whirling dervish, and it's like it's like I I liken this to somebody who goes to a job and does everything and runs around the office and just like goes above and beyond, but does everything except the job that they're there to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you look at the stuff that they're supposed to do, and when they did do it, you're like, you fucked it up, dude. Yeah, right. Right. <laughs> Right. I know a lot of people love Lauko. Lauko, he's a he's a Thunder he's a, for. He's a meme god. Um the grapes thing is really taken off. But man, he's had a lot of he's had a lot of bad games. And yeah. like I really I really want to see him turn around in the second half because I think he I think he can be a useful cog for this team with his speed, his physicality, and his effort. It's just he has to channel that effort into doing something you know instead of doing like doing something in structure as opposed to just running around like a chicken with your head cut off yeah yeah i'll I'll give you one more surprise too and not because we didn't think he was capable of doing this but the way he's been able to do it consistently charlie coyle yeah good fantastic fantastic season for him so far and he's put it together consistently since week one 
what a man rocket he is. Yeah. And you know what? He 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 wears the B like so fucking proudly that it's like there's no way there's any fan of the Bruins who doesn't root for Coyle wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I'm not gonna argue with that. Yeah. Nope. Absolutely. There's no argument to that. Uh you got you Andrew, you got one more thing on here, and I, I think you can probably get it done in 30 seconds before we go into uh voicemails here. Mm-hmm. The Athletic ranks the Bruins prospects 30th again. <laughs> do you even want to argue it or <laughs> yeah, there's one thing that I do want to argue? Um so Scott Wheeler um has a criterion where it's I thought I kind of got popped on Twitter a little bit for this. Mm. I thought it was 23 and under. It's under 23. Which is weird because Lorai is 23 and he's on the list. I believe he's 22. Nope, he's 23. Oh, okay. So there's another problem. But mm-hmm. here's the biggest problem. So, okay. he he. So he doesn't include someone like uh, Georgie Merkulov. Fine. That's your, that, that's your thing. You didn't include Johnny Beecher. Who's 22. And his argument was that he had been in the NHL all year. Up until a week ago. Mm-hmm. Okay. Somebody wrote an article a month ago and didn't want to change it. That's exactly what happened. <laughs> That's exactly what no, happened. No, is. he made these notes weeks ago. Here's yeah. the problem. Here's the problem. If you're going to stick to a criterion... Don't be a condescending asshole when someone calls you out on, calls you out on the criterion. Here's where the call out happens. The Islanders are last. Simon Holmstrom is number five, a right winger, 22 years old, is number five on their prospect list. Guess how many NHL games he's played this season? 40. 48. Wow. That's Guess like how many he's played in his career? 48. 98. Oh, mm, that's yeah. a prospect. <laughs> <laughs> Don't, if you're going to say, no, the rules are the rules, which is what he did to me personally, which, okay, <laughs> fine, cool, do that, Scott, but follow your own rule, yeah, dipshit. I was, I was even going to give him a pass about not caring to get too involved with the Bruins because they're bottom tier. To rank them above the Islanders, but not give the Islanders the same treatment is just a strange hill to die on. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember two years ago when Pronman ranked um, Swayman below Studnika? That was my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> what, was, what was it? What was it? Could play NHL games? Yeah. Was, Swayman was could play NHL games up until he was a front runner for the Vesna. Lorai uh, <laughs> could, could play NHL games. I don't know. I don't see it. I don't think he'll make it. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing about Pronman, by the way, and I'll I'll leave it here. The lack of effort. A, I'm glad he's not doing this because he's a fucking ghoul. And B, something that kind of went under the radar this summer. He 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 did the summer prospect uh, prospect list for the Bruins and poorly. And Lisa was in his honorable mentions. Whatever, fuck fuck man. And he decides to put in this little dig of saying, I don't like how the Bruins draft. I don't get what they're doing. Aren't you You're supposed out, to? <laughs> yeah. yeah, like 
Which is they, funny because we have fair. a very. It's like I don't, I don't, I don't like what I don't understand. Like they we have value a very size. Clear they value. Type. <laughs> they value size. They value like all around attributes. Like it's pretty easy to figure out what they value in a prospect just by looking at their prospects. Yeah. Do your fucking homework. And that wasn't even gonna take long. Take ten minutes, man. Do your homework. <laughs> Let's Do talk homework. to some people. And- I'm actually uh, we're gonna we're gonna go a little out of sequence here let's bang out the predictions real quick so we can end on a high note with the voicemails oh all right are you are you smiling Thomas for for another 10-15 minutes yeah we're gonna call we're gonna call a couple we're gonna call four games in this and I'll give you a reason why in a second Uh so Tuesday night we got flames Uh, Thursday we got Canucks Saturday caps Sunday is the Super Bowl, and I'll actually be coming back from a pond hockey tournament. So Sunday's off the table for recording. Monday I can't do because I have uh, little girl stuff. Literally, I have stuff with the kid on Monday nights. No, so that Monday, phrasing was so perfect. So little girl, you should keep I got that, little yeah. girl things, <laughs> little little tiny lady things. Um, I can't. So Mondays are tough, and that specific Monday is going to be tough because we're just going to be coming back. Um, so we're going to go ahead and call Tuesday, February 13th uh, against the Lightning. Mind you, all of these are fucking home games, and that's not even the end of our home games because the following week, we're going to be calling all home games as well because we're playing seven home games in a row, which is fucking bananas. We're home for almost all of February. Um, and then we go West Coast, but they're going to be so fucking rested up and fucking on fire. So let's start with the Flames Tuesday night, which still feels so fucking far away. Um, Flames. Ah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go four-one dub. Wow. The question is: Does this team fall apart without Lindholm, or do they try I, to like band together? I I feel like it doesn't matter. They're Good just. Point. Yeah. <laughs> Brett Conroy doesn't know doesn't know what to do right now. I mean, he does. Yeah. He needed, it doesn't he needed... matter who they're marching out there. They're they're a lost. They are a lost dog collectively. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with a 3-2 dub and it's going to be a really frustrating first as we watch them try to play back into shape. See, I think it's going to be the opposite. I think they're going to come back and fucking game. I don't no, think yeah. there's going to be any rust. I Andrew. see I see a 5-2 dub. Um, kind of to Ian's point, it's going to be pretty close. I would say it's one of those games where it's 3-2 with like two and a half minutes left and then they pull the goalie and get two empty netters. 5-2 oddly, dub. Oddly specific, Andrew. Um, <laughs> so you know Canucks, me! You Canucks, know me. Canucks on Thursday. <laughs> Andrew, go ahead and start it. Uh, this, is a, this is a circle the calendar game. Yes, it Fucking is. Fucking let's go. Uh, it's gonna be great. I kind of see a loss, actually, though, because I feel like this is gonna be there's gonna be sort of a high that this team's gonna be playing on because our GM fucking went for it, so they're gonna be playing for that. Um, but I think it's gonna be close. It's gonna be competitive. I would say we're gonna go with a four-three overtime loss. Okay. Bruins get a point. Mr. E. Uh, this is going to be a 4-2 to two dub 
and uh, Coil is going to score the game winner just to show Lindholm what a true 2C is. <laughs> At, while he's playing 1C. Okay, I don't think that was the point you wanted to make. Mm. Uh, I had 4-2. I'll go 4-3, not overtime. Uh, dub as well. Okay. We'll make that be the tiebreaker. Yeah. Um, oh, wait, oh, 4-3 dub. Okay. 4-3 yeah, dub. Okay, okay. I don't know. Uh, and then Capitals coming to uh, to Boston on Saturday. A little mid-afternoon game. Love that for us. Yes. Uh, I'll go ahead and start this one, too. Uh, Capitals are still butt cheeks. Uh, <laughs> they've had a few games where they look a little bit dangerous, and then they fall off a cliff because they're old, and they are just not put together right now. Just think- at Alexander Ovechkin next time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, 3-1 win. God, I have no I have no feeling for this game whatsoever. No. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a five to two dub. Jeez. Y'all are bullish. Didn't you just call a five two game? I did. Yeah. But I also called a loss in this in this particular stretch, so. I have to offset that by being stupid. I gotta be me. It's gonna be a 4-0 dub, right, bud? That was exactly what I was gonna yeah, fucking it's pick. predictable as shit. God <laughs> damn it. So, in order to counteract that bad juju, I'm gonna do a completely different score. Um, 13 to 2. Uh, <laughs> I have no idea what he just said, actually. 3 0 dub. Fair. Uh, Ian, kick off the lightning. Uh, this got to be a heartbreak in here, right? This got to be. Uh, yeah, we're going to. Uh, we'll call it a 3 2 loss. Yeah. Seems like you don't feel that. I, I don't have no feeling to... for this week whatsoever. For yeah. some well, it's, because... it's tough because we haven't seen a play. We don't know exactly what we're going to see. We just know what we hope. Yeah. This week feels like it's 12 weeks away, so of course you don't have a feel for it. Yeah, my mom sent me a very, very rude message about no low-qual videos coming out the past couple of days. It was really mom, I mean. I got some bad news. It was really fucking mean. I was yeah. like, okay. What did she say to you? Nothing. Don't worry about it. It was just really mean. Yeah. Oh, my God. I, I don't really know how to pick this lightning game because... <laughs> They they went into the All Star break on a hot like a hot streak, but their goal differential's ass. Like they're they're a very middle of the road team. I'm gonna give the same score as Ian, except I'm gonna say three two dud. I love those. I love when they're just the inverse like that. Yeah. So me uh, and him are gonna be watching a two two game <laughs> to, to decide this, and it's gonna be a coin toss. The best part about having a six-week lead is I don't have to root against my own team ever. Yes. I was like, oh, I'll yeah. lose this week. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yep. Or you don't that you text us one one game in, boys. I think the, I think I won the week. I got a double yeah. dub right away. What do you want? Shut from the me? fuck up! Like shut the fuck up! I hate you. What's your score, Andrew? God, four one dub. Fucking who cares? Nothing else. Nothing matters. <laughs> boys, bales. You ready to fly through some? Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. Dude, I fucking hate the king. That's all. Go <laughs> beat. <laughs> 10 out of 10, no notes. Go I, don't, I don't know A who that was, but I love them. Perfect. Yeah. All right, one more. 
No, actually, we got like five more. But here, hell yeah. Andrew, I can't fucking believe that you thought I was the fucking rat king. You fucking pylon. You're goddamn low qual Discord server. You should know who the hell is calling. This is fucking Shorzy from Sudbury, Ontario. Not the jewelry exchange in fucking Sudbury, Massachusetts. Give your balls a touch. Bye. <laughs> who yeah. the fuck? Are you? I have no idea. His shorty's pretty good, though. I love his shorty's solid. But please step forward, whoever that is. No, fuck that. Stay, stay hidden. It's driving Andrew fucking crazy. <laughs> you know what? That's fair. Here's another one. Fucking unhinged cake alert, boys. I'm gonna fucking go off. Georgia. <laughs> AJ, you already know. Anyway, what the actual fuck was that, Russ? Did you have like an over under on the amount of fucking oh, calls you were gonna make? The like, holy the actual shit! Fucking pull your fucking heads out of your ass! Holy crap! God, I mean, there's gotta be some sort of accountability for this shit. I mean, at the end of the day. I mean, I don't know if had money on, like, Marshan getting his, like, breaking the fucking into the fifth all-time on the Bruins, passing Ray Bork. Like, fucking, what the hell was that? I I'll take the fucking dub, but god damn, that game should have ended 2-0. Maybe 2-1 if you think, like, that hand pass was iffy. But, like, both those power plays, absolute act. Yeah, we look like a struggle bus in the third period, but folks, we killed over six fucking penalties. Well, we had six penalties. We only killed, like, yeah, we didn't kill two of them. Anyways, holy crap, guys. I hope you have a great night. I hope they freaking take care of Philly. And I got to hit him with the big old... Oh, it died. It, his phone. How loud? Died. How loud did he get when he uh, when he saw how we took care of Philly? Because <laughs> he got loud. Ego, um, ego bees. Yeah. The um, there's got to be some kind of account accountability. AJ, my 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 beautiful, wonderful electric factory boy. I have some pet issues. <laughs> Why is, how do you sound, say things that they sound so sexually aggressive? Like, I just don't, I don't understand. You have a talent for it. You should, I guess, be proud of it. I don't know. How, how I mean, does he get the I, words out of his mouth when he's licking his lips so much? I don't understand it. You're just advertising my OnlyFans for me. That, that oh. Ottawa game was wild, and I will say the CFO at my company is a big Sens fan, has not spoken or looked me in the eyes since that game. <laughs> Your company CFO is an Ottawa Ottawa Senators fan? Very much so. Bad beats, man. Bad beats. Bad beats. All right, here's another one. <laughs> Yo! Uh, it's a newcomer. I totally forgot <laughs> to call last week. I'm playing the beers because I definitely saw a message in Discord telling me to call and I didn't. Um, I have been, didn't get to watch either game, really. I watched parts of one day, and I don't even remember what day it was. Uh, I didn't watch the loss. That sucked. I was in the bar in Texas for that. We just had a work conference. But, and then I couldn't get the stable connection the other time. And But good to see that we're back on top and winning again. So that's important. But actually, I was calling. This is going to be a two-parter. 
they have a question, and I'm not going to answer the question until I record a different voicemail. That way, you guys get to answer my question <laughs> and then hear what I say. Um, no, I was driving around and I started thinking, like, what would I do if I was at a bar? And let's say, like, I'm in Boston, and Brad Marshawn just happens to, or Patrice Bergeron, sit down at a bar next to me. So here's mine. My question is, let's say somebody from the Boston Bruins or any sports team of your choice or famous person, what is the first thing that you would say or ask to them after they sat down next to you? But, yeah, so, answer away. Good question. That's, that is a good question. That's I almost don't. I, I almost don't want to hear Andrew's answer because I feel like it's going to be strange. <laughs> it's just all the. I mean, if it was Marshawn or Bergeron, I would just. I would just. I would need to leave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but. Hmm. That is a really good question. So, I mean, I I told you guys that I I, I saw Krejci after last season. And like the first thing out of my mouth was like, "Hey, great season, bud." Like, yeah, <laughs> which yeah. is a little tough, I guess. Yeah. Uh, I'm talking about bad beats. I don't, I don't know. What is the first thing you say? It depends on who it is. What if you see Frederick, and he listens to Short Trip? If I saw, <laughs> if I saw Freddie, I actually no. That's the first thing I would say to him. If Trent Frederick sat down next to me, I'd be like, "Hey." Do you remember in 2021 you and you said shoot more? Can we talk about that? Yeah. And he'd be like, "What?" I'm like, "You said in an interview after they asked about you being demoted." You are so drunk in this scenario. Yeah. And you said, "I don't know, shoot more." Fucking explain it. And then he'd hit me, and it'd be great. Uh, I wouldn't even sue. It'd be awesome. <laughs> Uh, best charges. <laughs> no, the first thing, if it was Bergeron, the first thing I'd be like, hey, can my girlfriend get a picture with you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first thing that would come also, out of my mouth. Also, can my girlfriend thought, go home with you? Yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, like, hey, can I watch you fuck my girlfriend? Jesus Christ. <laughs> I, I'm not. Go in the hotel, there's a <laughs> chair right there. <laughs> I, I am not a picture or autograph guy. Like, I, I really don't I. like to bother people with that yeah. kind of stuff. But Tiffany would never forgive me if she didn't get a picture with Bergeron. Yeah. I'm I'm also not a picture autograph guy. I'm a, more of a uh, like acknowledge without making like without fanboying, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like letting letting the person know like hey, I know who you are. I respect you, but I respect your privacy. Like you don't you don't need to be on right now. Just quote unquote. Not a not a big fan of like cornering like yeah. superstars, musicians, or or whatever uh, when they're outside of their. Work their job, zone, I guess. Yeah, yeah where they exactly. choose to be. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Ooh. I guess to answer newcomer's question, like, what would I ask? Uh, like, if it was Marshawn, I'd probably ask him what he's drinking, or like, have some sort of alcohol content or al- alcohol conversation, or or whatever. I don't think I would talk hockey with anybody, anybody that he knew. I think I would. I think I would straight up avoid that. Well, I wouldn't. I'd ask Marshawn, you or Crosby, which one's better. You know 100%. the answer. You know the answer he would give you. Oh yeah, and I'd love it. I wouldn't tell anybody either. No, so, you know what? You ask Marshawn, like, dude, you know you're like the all-time Twitter goat, right? Because <laughs> Twitter presence is fucking incredible. I can't wait for him to retire because he's just gonna he'll be online way more and just dump on people. Oh, he's gonna be a media guy for sure. Oh, he will 100 percent be a part of the TNT crew. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Oh, dude, yes. And I, and you know what? As much as, as much as I don't really enjoy it, I would actually watch that because yeah. he would be perfect on it. No, because he would fucking him shitting with Viz all day. Yeah, yeah, that'd be amazing. All right, let's let's listen to newcomers follow up. All right, so obviously you guys have answered. Now it's my turn. Um, mine. He's so good. No matter who it would be, I think it would just first cut or first, yeah, question out of my mouth would be, "What are you drinking?" Mm -hmm. I think it's a great icebreaker. Clearly, there's even if they're waiting to meet somebody or something, everybody loves to kill time. Of a fucking beer or some type of mixed drink, but yeah, I figured if you can buy somebody a beer, great icebreaker, you can get them talking about anything. But yeah, um, that's all I got. It's gonna be a boring week without hockey, so I guess I'll play some video games or something. But uh, other than that, you guys are awesome. Love you, and uh, go bees! Go bees! Go bees! I genuinely thought he was gonna have like a really me too. Involved Bergeron answer. I just felt <laughs> it coming. And then he's like, eh, just a drink. Whatever. What are you drinking? <laughs> uh, I was waiting for him to be like, dude, do you use, do you use like lady shampoo? Because your hair is fucking gorgeous. <laughs> <laughs> Newcomer, that I to fucking Morgan love Geeky. what you call, dude. <laughs> yes, that's a Morgan Geeky. Your hair smells amazing. And he's got like no hair. You're right. <laughs> Can I touch your hand? Can I just run my fingers through it? That would be Hampus Lindholm. Yeah, right. I feel like the, he's... The Swedish head. I, I feel like he'd be, like, the easiest to to talk to, because he just seems like a happy-go-lucky guy. Just Swayman very would be so easy to talk to. Yeah. Sway. Oh, yeah. They, they, can you think of a, a player on this team that wouldn't be easy to talk to? Um... Support? When Pasternak gets going, it's kind of hard to figure out what the fuck he's oh, saying. Oh no, no, I'm, I'm talking about, I'm talking about, I'm talking about like just, just being a curmudgeony little bitch. Like, so, Mer so Murky Love, Murky Love for sure. Yeah, yeah. Murky Love is probably not super easy to talk to. Forboard. No, Forboard, you just, Forboard, you just don't fucking talk to. No, Forboard. Like hey, he, how's your dog? No, with Forboard, Forboard, you like look at him. You take one look at him, and he looks like he has every single Victorian child illness that ever was. He's waiting for death. Look at his face. That's mean, man. That's such a. <laughs> it's really mean. Face. He's also he's always. He's always going through this weird. He's always looks like he's going through like all kinds of metaphysical crises, and he can't decide which one to focus on. Mm. It's awful. I want to like, give him a hug and be like, "It's okay, man." I do not you, want to hug Derek Forward. I want to put myself. You can be happy. <laughs> you can be happy. Be a seventh defenseman, so you're not playing as much. But be happy. All right, one more call. Hey, what's happening? It's uh, Deuce Forty Two. Um, fuck, first time calling. Finally. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm just so grateful the team is getting their act together. Yeah, it's nice to have the All Star break. Get to see some PWHL action. And yeah, just uh, I really hope the team gets its you know bottom six sorted out a little bit better. But I'm not expecting too much out of the trade deadline. Anyway, go bees and uh, have a good uh, rest of the week, guys. Hell yeah, go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Thank you for the call. Welcome to the show. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm actually with him too. And Andrew, I wanted to address that too. Uh, I know you had some uh, PWHL tickets. 
and I wasn't able to go. I had a, a, a two-year-old's birthday party, as dads do. Uh, mm-hmm. On the way home, we happened to be driving through a, a, a part of Connecticut that had a women's game uh, on, and I caught the second and third period of a fucking awesome 0-0 game. Went to overtime, off the starting or off, off the face-off to kick off overtime. Penalty shot. No fucking way. Clear breakaway. Girl just fucking tackled her from behind. Penalty shot. Crowd was fucking electric. And we're talking D3 hockey. Like, it, not a lot of people there, but it was fucking electric in there. Great save. And I was like, fuck, this game's going to end 0-0. Because if anybody doesn't know, college can end tight. About two minutes later, awesome rebound shot. Boom, goal. Crowd goes nuts. And they just happened to use the same goal song as the uh, as the Bruins. Oh, and, no way. And it's just me and Nell there, and she fucking lights up. So when I put her to bed right before we started recording, I asked her what she wanted to do this week- weekend. Excuse me. Uh, and she said she wanted to go to a hockey game. So I'm doing something right as a father this week. For as shitty as this week has been, I did at least one thing right. Just the one. Just the just one. Literally hey, just one. Actually, I take that back. Moment and you fucking ruined it. I know, right? <laughs> no, no, because he's he's right. It is kind of just the one. But I also took the girls to uh, see Wizard of Oz in the theaters last night. Oh, two. Which, which two. was pretty fucking cool. That's all I got. I don't have anything else really for closing thoughts other than uh, I will definitely be catching some college hockey this weekend. The following weekend, as, as we just called all those games, I'm going to be up... Uh, up north for a, a pond hockey tournament, so I probably won't be able to watch the Caps game, but I feel like out of those four games, if I'm going to miss any of them, probably the Caps ain't the bad one to miss. Yeah. Yeah. That feels yeah. like a, that feels like one of those games where you're watching it in the middle of it, and you're just kind of looking around, and you go, man, this really is the dog days of the season, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it's the, the moment of realization. It's the dog days of an Ovechkin career, I'll tell you that much. Oh Andrew, God. do you have any uh, closing thoughts? Uh, I am actually going to be at um, PWHL on Sunday. Um, it's going to be Boston versus Montreal. Nice. So it's going to be a good time. If you're going to be at the Songus Arena around 3 o'clock, come find me. Mm-hmm. Have a foot race. And, uh, eat. <laughs> <laughs> you have to catch me. Oh, you caught me. Uh, whoops. <laughs> I love that, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that was great. Hey, what you got? It. What you got? Man, I don't know what I got. Check out the, the YouTube channel. Uh, yes. Should be posting. You have a YouTube stuff. channel? Should be posting some stuff. I this thought he abandoned it because I haven't show. seen anything pop up. Yeah, I, oh. I'm kind of on his mom's side on this yeah, one. Yeah, definitely. I actually am too. I just uh, pretty burnt out. Not a, not on hockey stuff. Just work has uh, really done its work on me. Let's just yeah. go with that. Yeah. Well, Simply enjoy quit. enjoy this this week off because. After we come back, we've got a, a number of games decently spaced out, but then we go West Coast and you're right back to getting fucked. Yeah. So fun. I'm in Thailand in six weeks, though, so it's all good. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. We are how's, right around the corner. How's the weight bet going? Uh, I, I am dominating. I have yeah. dropped 8%. Nice. I, my body fat went from 22% to 14%. i have lost almost 20 pounds of pure fat. I've, and I'm I've probably like found that 20 pounds in the last six fucking weeks. I, it's it, 
been a pretty insane change over six weeks, honestly. Yeah, and I can't tell because all you wear now is that I am Kenuff uh, cozy sweater, which looks it's very cozy. It's so cozy, though. <laughs> it's so cozy. Yeah, it's good stuff. The um the women in the challenge are not enjoying it. They they have not been enjoying <laughs> this challenge. No one likes looking at the uh, scale and whatnot. But well, good for you, man. Good for you. And then gain it all back. Oh yeah, that's the plan. Hundred percent. That's the plan. <laughs> exactly. Hi, right, boys. I'm out. Go bees. Go bees. Go bees. Glad to make you smile, Thomas. <laughs> yeah, I'm going right back to. Editing and frowning, though, fuckers. <laughs> Bye. Love ya. Good night. <laughs>